Yes, they've done it. Marvellous effort. Got to the 150 and still going. Looking strong, yes. Thank you, thank you. What? Richie Benno? But no. I don't know. I'll listen to that back and go, did it sound like Richie? Anyway, what I'm on about is, ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 150 of... Well, it was Comedy on Edge, the podcast said it became Comedy on Edge presents a chat show. Now it's listed as MW's chat show. So thank you guys for listening and making it with us to 150. I'm your host, Mark Williamson, for those who might have thought, heck, it's the 150th episode of the podcast. I might give it a listen. Thank you guys for listening. Now, disclaimer. On iTunes, oh, no, we'll get to iTunes later. That's a, that's an ongoing saga. But on this episode is listed as episode 150, and I genuinely believe it is around that number. The reason I say that is because I was looking at it, and they are in sequential order. Um, we started this podcast with episode one with Daniel Towns and Peter Mizell. Um, check that out. Go back way in the archives. But over the journey, we've had a couple of two-part episodes. So I think episode an early on episode we had Will Anderson, which went. F- which went for two episodes, but rather than sort of call it, you know, episode 14 and 15, I went with 14 and 14A, and there's been a few like that. So that's why I say this probably is 150. And also, we've also had episodes that have gone missing. Now, when I say that, we've lost, I lost two, something, I had a dodgy memory card. I've also recorded one or two that they weren't great. So, you know, that memory card might have gone missing. Now, I won't tell... The person, nah, the, yeah, we won't name, no naming names. What is it with things these days? That's the thing. There's been a lot of controversy, like social media is a different area at the moment and there's been a bit of controversy lately. Like people, you know, on social media, you can throw out allegations and accusations, which in a great way is good because you can sort of, you know, raise awareness. But we're getting in an area now where you mentioned someone's name, and I think we're going to lawsuit territory. So it's like, you know, you say, you know, so-and-so's a dumbass, or maybe something a bit more like that. You could get into... So, you know, I guess what I'm saying is, I'm not going to name who the comic is, <laughs> or comic... No, there was, there's been two episodes that we snapped the memory card, or lost the memory card for, but I won't say who they are. If And if... Look, if you're listening to this, and I know there are some comics who listen to this, it's not you. If you've we've recorded an episode with you, there were... Like, there were... There's five podcast episodes that have gone missing. Three, I actually, something went wrong with the technology. Two of them, I lost some memory. Actually, actually, I will name one. Siege Kaiser, friend of the show. He's been on a few episodes. He's one of my best mates. For some reason, we sometimes don't click on a podcast. Sometimes we do. And yeah, like there's been a few. The Willa Anderson episode that I mentioned, he was on and that was quite good. Um, but there was one episode, I don't know, we we're both in a bad mood, it just ended in a shouting match, so that episode just went to the great podcast in the sky, but apart from that, I went, anyway, what am I going on about, 150 episodes, I'm pretty happy with this podcast, I, like, I say, this is, I've been pretty, pretty lucky in com- well, I want to say that, you know, I'm still juggling three jobs at the moment just to try and live in Sydney, but you know, I love comedy, I love what I'm doing at the moment, I've got theunaustralian.net, check it out, it's a satirical website I contribute to, and I may or may not have found it, and it's just, yeah, political satire, it's what I love doing, I've been involved, we do live shows as well, and I do this podcast, which I admit hasn't been regularly enough, like we got to, we flew to episode 100, then the last 50, it's just been, I don't know, maybe it's, 
there's been a little bit of, it's like, I used to have co-hosts on this, and then just logistically organising that got a bit complicated, so then I just, yeah, so we've dropped off a little, to get to the 50, but I'm going to try and do it a little bit more, not as, less sporadically. So, I'm multitasking as I record this, because I'm sort of got MasterChef on the episode, it's a Heston episode, MasterChef on the episode, ah, it sounds like I'm drunk recording this, I'm not, um... What am I doing? Who's, is anyone out there? No, I've listened to the viewer numbers. I know you're listening. Thank you. This is the ramblings of a crazy dude. I should let me let me explain what this episode is. This is episode 150. We we were going to have a big celebration. We're going to do a live show. We got to, but I've just done the Sydney Comedy Festival and my show, the Un-Australian, or that's Un-Australian, presented by the Un-Australian. It did well, and we're doing an encore show. And just the logistics of organising these shows, it takes a lot out of you. So the thought of organising a live podcast. Though it is fun, just I couldn't, I, I can't deal with the logistics. I may do something later in the year, but at this stage, yeah. Unless there's someone out there, if your dream is to be involved in the comedy industry, you want to, you know, make, put on great shows, you want to do stuff, but you don't actually want to get on stage or write jokes, contact me. Because the Un-Australian shows, the podcast, it's pretty much, or well, the Un-Australian, I've got a cast and there's, pre, there's fellow, but there's a lot of logistical work, which... Is fun, but I really don't enjoy doing. Um, so, if you know, you think, I'd love to produce a podcast. I'd love to produce a live show. I'd love to manage a comedian. Talk to me. Because all I want to do is write jokes or record stuff. I don't want to have to, you know, set up Facebook ads. I don't want to have to, you know, I don't really like editing the podcast. And I'll apologize in advance if this one stuffs up. But, yeah, so if you want to do that, just mess, tweet me at mwchatshow or email me at comedyonedge at yahoo.com. So we're always on the lookout for someone else pretty much to do all the work I don't like. Incidentally, if there's anyone out there who wants to vacuum or, you know, wash dishes, message me as well. I'm always keen to, to help people achieve their dreams. I'm sure there is someone out there who dreams of dishes. I, I don't know. I don't, uh, yeah, I really don't like dishes. Actually, the one household chores, I don't mind hanging out the washing. That's not too bad. So I generally go out there, you know, hang it out. I've got a podcast going. That's not too bad, but that's about... I'll tell you what, if anyone wants to do my dishes and my vacuuming, I'll hang your washing out like once. That sounds like a fair trade. Anyway, we're getting rambling, and I think I'm just getting into... I, I realise I could list all this on Airtask. It's not a great thing, Airtasker. Like, this whole new economy, we've got Airtasker, Airbnb, Uber. It's just like, yeah, we've got minimum wages and fair work conditions. Let's work around that, man. Internships, aren't they great? Yeah, you want, here's your dream job. Come do it. No, no, we won't pay you. Just do an internship. Yeah. It's funny. There's a lot of... TV, I... I did an internship which did lead to a job, so I'm not going to complain there. But yeah, I've been offered a lot of internships over the over the years, and yeah, it's just like if you've got a TV show and you want to do any, if you want to think, give an internship, do it. Like get help people out. But Jesus, find fifty, a hundred bucks in your budget to help them out. Now this is getting into. I'm sounding like an ash. I'm an old man now. Whinging about it. I want to write jokes. Should be paid. Damn it! Is it too much to ask? I don't know. It's a different time, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, what am I on about? This week's episode. Now, this is a road trip episode. Now, over the 150 episodes, we've done two or three of these. Basically, what it is, we get in a car, I chuck the zoom on, we record, try not to get killed, 
and we chucked the episode up. Now, this one was, it was just two of us, myself and comedian and un-Australian collaborator Emma Malik. We were driving from Willoughby to Summer Hill. Now, look it up on the map. It's not that far, so this is a shorter episode. I want to say that there was two of us in the car. There was actually three. Emma's GPS thought, hey, I want to interrupt the show. Well, Sydney's a big city. We needed a GPS, and yeah. There, so, the apologies, I'm not editing the GPS out. Um, and also, we, we got a, it was a bit scary. This is a great, Emma's got a great story, and we will have her on the podcast later on. Today, we talked about, spoiler alert, we talked about her comp, she competed in Thailand's Got Talent. So, it's worth, we got a bit of the story here. I'll get her back in to tell the rest of it. We also covered a few other topics. This was, we reason, you're going, why would you be doing a road trip from Willoughby to Summer Hill? It's like 30 minutes. Well, you know, it's, it was a, it was a Wednesday night. What was happening? We were recording TV show spots. Yep. That's right, Willoughby. Now, I know there's some people that are going, ooh, Channel 9's headquarters is in Willoughby. Nah, they've sold it. It wasn't, um, wasn't Channel 9. It was better. We made an appearance on the Darren Sanders show. Um, the Un-Australian's going to be doing some spots there. So, check it out. I think it's on Foxtel Aurora. Check out YouTube, Facebook, the Darren Sanders show. Just to see me, there's, you know, there's, I was, I was reading some lines, telling some jokes. Um, I did have cue cards, so... I think there was one line that I did about 54 takes on, so hopefully I got a good one. But check it out. The rest of the show will be great. Emma was great. Oh, 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 I've got good material to work with, but let, oh, let's see how I am. So check that out. Anyway, enough about this. So thank you. Guys. Guess what? Genuinely, thank you for listening. Like, when I started this podcast, I thought no one's going to listen. And then the first couple of weeks, a lot of people did. Like we've had, um, I mentioned the Will Anderson episode. A lot of people have listened to that. We've had some amazing guests out there. We've had some big names like Will. We've had Paul McDermott, Claire Hooper. We've had some overseas guests, Ed Burns, Steve Lynch. And it's genuinely been great. 150 episodes. I've loved, well... There's been a couple of episodes that were a bit of a chore, but most of them have been a lot of fun. And so thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. I'm going to still do this. I know that, you know, because like, podcasting is great. It's, you, you, I'm sitting here on my couch now in my tracky dacks and my Chicago Bulls hoodie leaning. I'm literally almost laying down. I've got the Zoom on my lap. I've got a block of chocolate next to me and a drink and I'm doing it. And that's great. Um, one thing I will say, and it's, I don't know, I sound weird here, the ABC, you know, ABC has recently got into podcasting. They're paying people to put out podcasts, which, you know, I'd love that. But, you know, it's it feels like a bit of an F you to everyone who sort of took this medium and ran with it. It's like, oh, we're the ABC. Oh, we do. We've, you know, the ABC's got TV network, radio, online presence. Now they're getting into podcasting and they're paying people to do it. You know what? Why don't you go to, like, some of the, you know... Australia, there are great podcasts out there. Little Dum Dum Club, I Love Green Guide Letters, Tofop, you know, all the sweetest plum. Listen to those, support them, give them give them some studio time. Don't just go, oh, here's, oh, Red Simons, you're on radio, have a podcast. You know what, screw that. And I'm not, don't think I've been brought out by News Corp. I believe the ABC should be funded, absolutely. I think we need more local content. And if you're, I'll give you my recommendation at the moment. Um, Ronnie Chang's got a show, and he's a former guest of the show, Ronnie Chang, um, International Student. It's on ABC iView Wednesday nights. It is hilarious. Check that show out. And ABC, keep making shows like Ronnie Chang. Keep doing that. But you know what? With podcasts, show some love to people who've, you know, made the effort. Like, give, I guess what I'm saying is give me a job, Dap. No, 
But don't, I don't think podcast podcasts for me should not be the public broadcaster's domain. I think it should. I don't know. I'm just. This is. I get. I guess it is a little bit. Why haven't I got money to do a podcast? But you know, I just for me, it just sits badly what they're doing. And yeah, and if you're out there and you th- and you listen to this podcast, those ones I mentioned for Little Dum Dum Club is hilarious. It's a great podcast. Um, they recently organised. A sh- to do a live show in Thailand, the legit how they went about that. The little Dum Dum Jut Club it features Carl Chandler and Tommy Daslow. Too, it's a great listen. I love Green Guide Letters with Steel Saunders. I I don't own I do own a bit of merchandise over these. I've got an I love Green Guide Letters hat and I love it and I wear it because I genuinely love that podcast. Will Anderson, he's got like about fifty different podcasts and they are all brilliant. Check it out and just check and heck if you're out there thinking. Oh, I would love do it. Don't the technology for a podcast is not that hard. You can do it on a laptop. I record mine with a Zoom H4n, which they're a couple of hundred bucks, but it's the best thing I ever bought. I'm, as you know, listeners, I'm not great with the technology side of things, but I can I can use this thing, and they're easy to record. Heck, if you're Sydney based, you're a Sydney person thinking I want to try podcasts, message me. More than happy to you know show you how to use the equipment. Help you out because you know, get out there and do it. Don't, and it's it's not about the brand, it's not, it's just about having fun. I record this some weeks, 30 or 40 people listen to this, some weeks, a couple of thousand people listen to it. And you know what? It's great, even if it's just me listening to this on the bus or not me listening to myself on the bus, a bit weird, but I will re listen to the Emma Malik episode that I'll get to in a minute. Just, I guess, what I'm saying is, I love podcasts, I love doing this. Thank you guys for listening. Apologies for all the times I've stuffed up the edits, I've mucked things up, and I'll apologize in the future because I know that my strengths are not editing podcasts, but I give it a go because, well, you know, if there's someone out there who wants to sponsor me just so I can pay an editor, let's do it. But anyway, I guess that's enough about me. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for the journey, for the ju- joining me on the journey. Hopefully it's a journey that's going we're going to get, we've got to 150 Let's go for 500. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the road trip with Emma Malik. Welcome everybody to Comedy on the Edge presents the chat show. I'm your host, Mark Williamson, and it's a road trip episode. That's right. It's me in the car, and my guest today is driver and comedian Emma Continue Malik. Continue on Willoughby Road for one and a half kilometres. <laughs> Emma really likes to talk about maps and directions. No, that's the GPS, ladies and gentlemen. So Emma, how are you? I'm grand. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. This is a, it's it was supposed to be the two of us doing this now, but now it's the three of us. We've got the GPS in on it. Story of my life, she's always gate crashing my intimate moments. Intimate? I am married. <laughs> now we're in a car. We're driving. We just did a TV taping in on the North Shore, um, Willoughby. We were taping in. Now there's people out there going, "Oh, Willoughby. That's where Channel 9's headquarters were." Well, yes, it was, but we weren't at Channel 9. So we recorded great show, and it's coming up. The Darren Sanders show. Check it out. It's on Foxtel, I think, or Foxtel Aurora. I think. Aurora, yeah. Aurora, Aurora, Illinois. That's where Wayne's World was shot. Did you? Yeah. Didn't know that. Thank you for that bit of useless trivia. I know. Well, that, that's pretty much what this podcast is, useless trivia. And then we're on the North, North Shore. It's very, it's like we are heading from Willoughby to our houses, which I live, well, you know, I live in the Ashfield area. I won't tell you where Emma lives. We don't need any stalkers or weird people. Um, but yeah, it's, do you get to the North Shore much? 
I well, I used to live in the northern beaches, so I used to have to drive through the North Shore every day to get to the city to get to work. So it's 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 nice. It's overpriced. Um, when I came over here as a dog groomer, majority of my clients were based in the North Shore. So I met a lot of dogs on Prozacs and a lot huh. of women who hated their lives. Oh wow! Speaking of people, well, you, you mentioned you've got we're in your car, which is new. Mm. We must be in a ritzy suburb. There's a Porsche dealership here. Yeah. I didn't know. Have you ever been in a Porsche? Um, no. I have. They are so not comfortable. They are not designed for people my size. No, they're just designed for wankers. Yeah, small, small, tiny wankers. Because they're not, like, I've got, oh, yeah, it's, they are not comfortable car. Which, like, you've got a great car. Yours is a comfy car. In 500 yeah, metres, use any lane to take the M1 slip road well, to you, city. Well, you can because it's comfortable. And look at that. We've got a Bang & Olufsen shop that we've just passed. Do you know Bang & Olufsen? I don't. What's that? It's insanely expensive um, stereo systems. Like, they're really top of the line. Really. Okay. Yeah. So, we are, I don't even know what suburb we're in. Remember, oh, Crow's Nest, <laughs> that explains No, no, we're on our way to Green Kirribilli or something at the moment. Oh, Green Kirribilli? Crow's Nest can't afford portions. Oh, some of it can. <laughs> some of it can. <laughs> ah, so the, the, I think we're in the North Shore. I can see the lights of the city ahead. So how did you go? Was that your first TV taping? No. No? My, oh. No. My first TV taping as a comedian, but I was my first on-air TV taping as an adult with my clothes on. <laughs> was um, for Thailand's Got Talent. Thailand's Got what? Wow. Okay. Yeah. This is wow. You so and what was your talent? Uh, parrot training. How far did you go? Oh, I just got through onto the live. It's not the live. Sorry, I got through onto the TV bit. So they basically the producers phoned up my zoo in Thailand and said, "Do you have an act?" They went, "Yeah, we got this white chick with birds." They went, "Sweet." So they sent a one of the producers to come and um, have a look at all the birds and me. And it's quite funny. The person that they sent was absolutely petrified of animals. Oh, that's great! So he had to like go for a gauntlet of crocodiles and tigers and lions and bears to try and get to where all my birds were kept. It was hilarious. Um, and yeah, they selected. I had like thirty something parrots to choose from. And I showed them all the tricks that they can do. They selected. I think it's about six of them. And it turns out the Thai people love a story, so they picked a theme, and the theme was sports. Now, if anyone knows me, they'll know I'm the most unsportiest person ever. So I changed that theme to suit me, but tried to still keep it sportish. So I did flash dance. So with parrots. I, with parrots. So I had leg warmers, a headband, I had 80s music, and a bunch of parrots. That's amazing. Like, yeah, I, I, I want it. Is it, is it on YouTube, this? Or? Um, it is, but you have to kind of search in the Thai language to get it. I've got a recording that my friend took from behind the scenes, um, which is quite funny because one of the birds who was meant to roller skate decided he didn't understand what a pair of roller skates was, even though he could do it backwards if he wanted to. So the music had been timed for each individual bird, so I had to just wait for this music to pass before I could work with the next bird. So I just pretended to roller skate myself, and my friend is cursing the bird in the background. That is awesome. How, how, how did you not win with a roller skating bird to the theme of flash dance? Well, I tell you why, because a guy with no arms oh. played the guitar with his feet. Yeah, that's tough. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's pretty. Did he win the whole thing? Yeah, he won sure? the whole thing. Oh, okay. And you like you? Did you have to follow that guy? Or no, I had to follow a guy who did fire 
like fire juggling um but because it's thailand and he had no health and safety like uh sparks were going everywhere into the judges and the audience oh, wow. it was really impressive to look at but it was um i've got that on video as well because that was hilarious that's pretty much like yeah I've, I've known you now we've known a couple of years i've never known that you were on thailand's got talent yeah well that's the only white person in season one and you were beaten by a man with no eyes to play guitar by, yeah which, to be fair, like, if you're going to oh, be no, beaten by anyone... You've, you've had a pretty good life. Like, it's, like, not like, you know, you, it, it kills you that you you didn't win Thailand's Got Talent. And no. It's, like, it would have been annoying if, you know, Sparks McGee beat you. Or, yeah, yeah, or, you like, know, some, some kid who Some little kid sing, who's, like, yeah. I can whistle. But, you know, that's pretty fair effort. And it was... So we should mention now, we're going over the Sydney Harbour Bridge right now. We're in the middle of Vivid season, which, if you... If, I know we've got a lot of in-state... Check out the Vivid Festival. It is quite good for the, like, week it just runs. Um, but, yeah, Thailand's got... That's, what was it like? Like, the whole team was there... Was the producers, like... I've worked in TV here. How was it over there? Like, you've mentioned health and safety. So there was none? Oh, it was none. It was so disorganised. So they told me that the whole... My whole performance had to be under three minutes. Oh. When I finished my performance, my... Um, one of the judges and the judge that spoke English was, have you seen the Hangover movie 2? Yes. The dad of the bride, because it's set oh. in Thailand. So he's like the George Clooney of Thailand. And oh, he, was, wow. he was my judge. I was a load of judges, but he was one who spoke English. And when I finished this act, and I ended it in such a cool way, I had this tiny little bird fly over to me carrying a sign that I unraveled that said Thailand's Got Talent. Like it was a really cute little ending. And so I'm there in my leg warmers, my headband, this tiny little bird on my hand, just like, check this out. And he just went, is that it? <laughs> it's like, what? Turns out that there was miscommunication, the language barrier and everything. My act had to be over three minutes, not under three minutes. Oh. Um, and it was all really disorganized because they picked the birds, they um, picked them like a week before it was meant to happen. These are birds which can fly that have never been outside of a zoo. So we took them into this massive studio where they could easily just fly off if they wanted to. And thankfully they didn't. I also went with one of my colleagues who um, was a crocodile wrestler. And so in the same van, what was a ute, we had a crocodile in the back of the ute, and then we had me and my like six parrots squeeze into the cabin of the ute. Hang on. It was quite the adventure. The crocodile, the croco is he a pro wrestler or an amateur? Because I'm like, does it, is it fixed? Like, is the crocodile <laughs> in on it? Or yeah, yeah, like, do they work it. a bit? Or is it like, I'm just going to fight a crocodile? No, it's, it's one of those, well, yeah, it was fixed, but the guy normally wins. It's where, you know, it's people who stick their hand and their arms and, Heads in a crocodile's mouth. Yeah, yeah. I, lo I love the fact that Thailand's got a zoo where you can wrestle crocodiles. Like, it's, that wouldn't happen here. No, um, I suggested it in my current work. So I was like, I'm pretty sure I've got the skills to do this now. Um, I know how. So, what, what do they do? Do they sort of like, does he jump on the back? They roll around? Or? No, so you get like, um, like a bamboo stick that's slightly shaven so it's a bit tickly. And you rub, there's pressure points along the crocodile's jaw. And you rub those pressure points with the stick. I'm sorry, am I going straight? Um, I think we are, yeah. Anzac Bridge? Anzac Bridge, yeah. Okay. 
Um, yeah, you rub those pressure points on the crocodile's jaw and it basically sends it into a bit of a trance and that's when its mouth is wide open. It's, you know, like, oh my God, this is so nice. And it just goes into a trance. Now the trick is when you stick your head and hand and all of that, is you don't want any liquids to drip into the crocodile's mouth. Ah. So you need to, or hair tickling and stuff. So my zoo that I worked at, they did this. They did like six shows a day, seven days a week, and once or twice someone would get their arm or head jammed in a crocodile's mouth. So, which is pretty good statistically. That's like, not bad. anyone, anyone die or like? No, no, and like you can see the scars that they had, but because there were people around them who knew what they were doing, it was fine. What was interesting in the school holidays, the wrestlers brought their kids, and it was like a work experience thing. And you see these little kids, like as young as five, wearing the little wrestling suit. And one thing they do right at the end is they'd collect um, money from uh, tourists, put it in the kid's mouth and the kid would slide on his belly and spit the money into an open crocodile's mouth and that was like the work experience wow that I is know. so wrong but so right it was I'm it so... was it was just like oh my god no yes so how does that not gone viral like i've seen a lot of crappy things go viral that is so wrong yet so amazing yeah it's but so the, what the crocodile just eats the money no, the crocodile, so the money stays in the crocodile's mouth. And oh. that's where the tips are kept. And then afterwards, when the show ends, you just grab the money from the crocodile's mouth. Like, it's a good piggy bank. It, well, I suppose someone saw... It. And it's all notes, it's not coins. Oh, okay, so yeah, I was going to yeah, say... Yeah, because it's Thai, so it's all bars. So it's all ah, so I was going to say, is, do you think someone saw that act and thought, hmm, and hence the crocodile handbag was invented? Maybe. Well, it was a crocodile farm as well as a zoo. Oh, so it's like once they're, you know, oh, he's not a wrestler, this one. Yeah, turn them into a pair of boots. Well, promise when they get too big, they're not that great for skin. Um, so oh, really? you want kind of the younger crocs. Ah, so if a croc makes it to an old age, there's not much they can do with them, so they just let it swim so, around. So it's so Wow, there we go. I, we're learning, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, Peter's going to hate what I hate me anyway. It doesn't matter. Yeah, Peter. Yeah, Peter. I'm amazed. Do they have it? Are they in Thailand or? They're everywhere. Because Thailand, like, do you live there? Did you live there? For I like, did. How long? Two years. And how did you find it? Because, like, there's something in the news today. Someone got in trouble. Like, the Thai royal family, and they're a no-go zone. Like, you're, you not, you're not meant to criticise them. them. Oh, no. But, um, yeah, like, someone, like, I think it was a Facebook post got someone in jail. Um, yeah, I don't know how that works. I mean, the family that owned this crocodile farm, I lived in the farm as well, and they were really high up. In ah. fact, the wife's um, brother um, was the was a physician for the king. Oh, okay. So, but I mean, not not like you going and, out there and going, you know, the crocodile wrestles like going, I'm going to wrestle this crocodile like the king. He's weak like the king. No, you no, don't you, do you that. You don't do that. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Which, no. to their defence, I don't blame him. I mean, if you've got the power, I don't like criticism. No. If I could have it outlawed, I would. No, and everywhere you go, like if you go to the cinema there, you um, the national anthem will come on, a photo, like a photo montage of the king will be on and you have to stand up before you watch the movie and that is awesome. Yeah. Now, which way am I going? Um, straight ahead. Cool. Straight ahead. tell me. This is going to take us pretty much to Ashfield Bunnings. So okay. We, so just yeah, when we, we hit Parramatta Road. And then you'll tell me where to go. Yeah, we'll okay. go there. Sweet. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You're getting stories of the Thai royal family and you're getting road directions oh to potentially God. my house. I may cut the podcast when I'd give that. But that's so... So every cinema... 
Like, yeah. Is it a different montage or is it the same it's one? It's the same montage and it goes from when he was young and it just shows him doing amazing things like patting a dog, planting some rice, looking, you know, dashing, look at the veranda, just kind of just the king doing awesome things really. And it's very dramatic, the song. You just think, oh my God, this is incredible. That's pretty awesome. I'm thinking maybe I should have a, monta- a photo montage of my life before the podcast. I mean, could you imagine that like before before every podcast it's a montage you must look at this YouTube dude it's they, the dictators love that crap like oh is yeah. he sorry king king dict, is he a dictator like well he's dead now oh he's dead oh yeah, yeah. of course I remember that my local Thai restaurant was shut for a week it was it was horrible yeah I cried no no it was I've, yeah it's... I just said like I said he, would die, he, he was a fair age though it wasn't like you know off with his head no 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 he was old and he got sick I was going to say, someone did say, you know what would be great for your montage, King? Have you thought of wrestling a crocodile? <laughs> they just had the, the crocodile. He probably would. He'd probably wrestle some, like, albino unicorn cross crocodile thing. But it's like the royal... Like, I should be Googling this, not just asking you questions, but is the Thai King, is it a political thing, or is it more like he's a figurehead, he opens... A, or does he actually have a say? No, it... I believe it's a bit like the UK. It's more of a political thing. I could uh, be wrong. Um, you know what Thai's like, they have like a coup, a military coup every six months, so... See, I don't really know that much about Thai, like, growing up, like, I grew up in Tasmania, we didn't get Thai food till like 2002, right. then I moved to Sydney and I moved to Newtown, where it's just all Thai food, so I don't know a huge amount of Thai, there might, probably the hangover too is probably the most exposure I've had to, I know I've got some Thai friends, I, now I do, but not recently, so I don't... It's a country I don't know much about. Ah, it's an interesting country. So when I went over there, they were in the middle of a military coup and there was a curfew. Um, did you to move there? I got asked to go there for oh, work. Oh, you left, left, sorry. Um, oh, no. Oh, yeah, you left. Left here? Yeah. I got asked to go there for work to set up a parrot show for this zoo, but also um, to teach the staff there how to train the animals in like a humane way. Um, and so oh, they just beaten the crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much what they did. Um, because we didn't know. The thing that people don't realise is that in that type of country, to like basically in Australia, the UK, and America, people want to work in zoos. They want to work with yeah. animals. Like it's a desired thing. People go to university to get their degrees and everything. Over in um, most Asian countries, it's an undesirable job because it's outdoors, so it's seen uh, as yes. very lowbrow. So pretty hot too. Yeah, so you could have never have seen a monkey in your life, but get the job as head monkey keeper because it's underpaid. No one wants to do it. It's looked down on because it's outdoors. So these people that worked there just were clueless. They literally just had no idea because they didn't study it. No one taught them. They didn't get any form of you know education in that aspect so yeah they they would beat the crap out of an animal to get it to do something that's horrible but it's also wow so you mean my dream of being head monkey keeper all i gotta do is move move to to thailand Thailand, you get it not say anything stupid about the king always is it a king replacing or is it a queen or is it just i sound i feel like there'd be a king would i don't know i shouldn't prejudge maybe they're more enlightened than we are I just realised we've taken a deep... We're going the right way, but we're going a different way I planned. We're now on Norton Street in um, Leichhardt. Looks nice. Oh, bar, we just passed Bar Italia. Great Italian food. If you're into Italian food, highly recommend. I used to live in Italy. I'm a big fan of Italian. Well, Bar Italia, they do good gelato, good food. The, with Norton Street, it used to be like Little Italy in Sydney. Like, it was tons of Italian restaurants. 
Then the council went and put parking meters here, oh. and a whole strip died. Like, there are still restaurants here, but not to the level there used to be, just because the greedy, greedy council. Like, there's one car park down here, which is like, my friend of, my friend of the show, me and Francis, came here once, Francis Blair, and he, we parked in there, and they're like $20 an hour, and we're like, no. Nope. <laughs> so no, yeah, this ridiculous. is Norton Street. There used to be a comedy room, we're just about passing... One of these pubs here, um, the comedy store had a feeder room here. Oh, really? Watch, wow. Just about to stop a zebra crossing. I think she's going out. Yeah, I'm not going to knock her over. Oh, you never know. Nah, she'd dent the new car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A bit lonebo. But yeah, no, Norton Street, if you're, I would say Italian. I don't think... If Listeners, if you are if you can recommend, other than Bar Italia, a restaurant in Norton Street, shoot us a message at Comedy On Edge or at MW... No, it's at MW Chat Show. It is both of them, but the one will give it to me more. So there we go. So you, where haven't you? You've lived in a lot of countries. I have. Yeah, I was a bit of an upper-class gypsy. Where am I going, left or right? Um, right. So I, I'm originally from the UK, but in 2005, I left to go to Australia as a backpacker and did the whole holiday working with visa thing. Did you live in Kings Cross or Coogee? No, I lived in Melbourne. Whoa. I was based in Melbourne. I only came to Sydney for a couple of days um, did a bit of travelling and work whereabouts in Melbourne did you live? Um, I lived begin with in West Brunswick Ah. and then I lived in oh my god I can't remember where somewhere right at the end of the tram line that's a pain in the ass to get to Um, yeah and then I was here for two years and then had to leave because of visa reasons and then went and lived in Italy for about eight months and then went and lived in Spain, Madrid for a year and then went to Thailand for two years and then got sponsored to come. I knew I wanted to come back and live in Australia. It's just really difficult to find a way. Where did you live? Where did you grow up in um, the UK? Uh, Hampshire, so the south. Ah, right. I, my, I've been to London, that's about it. Oh, I think you and everyone else in Australia. Yeah. yeah, well, it's sort of a rite of passage. You either go backpack there or when you've got money and can actually afford to stay in a real hotel, <laughs> you go back there. I feel we're not doing you justice with this road trip. I think we're going to have to have you back on the episode because i got a lot of questions right here, but I do want to go back to Thailand's Got Talent. Okay. Do they have catering backstage? Um, of all the questions I could have asked. but No, they didn't. What they had was each judge had his own couple of runners. Ah. So the runners would come round and talk to the contestants. Um, obviously, I had people with me who could speak Thai and English, but they were really sweet. They made sure I had someone who could speak English with me. Um, and because just I... Got, sorry, just go left here. Because I was foreign, God bless them in their culture, they just assumed what I would produce is this great thing, which it wasn't. Um, They're just like... It's an English girl with birds. This is going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah. And it was. It was. Like, it, it was. Would've... It was. Oh, considering Do you think under, new, under different, like, in circumstances? Oh, okay. Oh, shit. Sorry. It's okay. Now we can get the next left. Sorry, I was on automatic pilot. No, no, this no. One. That's a servo. It's oh, no, I'm not going on a servo. I'm not an idiot. No, no, I'm not saying, I'm, <laughs> as in, I'm going here. It's all right. Canterbury Road. This may, we may oh, actually. Street. We may actually get into more directions here because I've got to recalculate where we are. So we have to cross a train line, which might be a little bit difficult. Oh, Jesus. Do you want me to put my GPS on? No. Oh, no, 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 no. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We are... Ah, oh, yeah. No, just go... Go... No, 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 no. Yeah, go right here. No. Yeah, because right. that's yeah. the street we would have That's the street. Up. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. 
So what we might do here, ladies and gentlemen, we'll wrap up this. This is just a short tease. We'll have Emma back. We'll talk about Italy. We'll get into Thailand's Got Talent. We'll get to the bottom of why there was no catering there. And yeah, we'll, we'll come back. So Emma, thank you. You're welcome, Mark. Thank you. GPS, thank you. You're welcome. And yes, we'll be back at a later time.